I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun, for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's it. There's a new member of the Final Four Club. And they hail from Lubbock, Texas. Celebrating in the streets in Lubbock. Wow. Because Texas Tech Monday night will be playing for the national championship. Welcome on, welcome all to the Tortillas and Takes podcast. You are on once again with your boy, I'll be sure. And the Texas Tech baseball team has finally ended their slide with a nice series win against the West Virginia Mountaineers. And to recap all of baseball from this past week, I brought on our baseball expert himself, David Hughes. What is up, Dave? Hey, nothing much. How's it going? It is going great. Going much better this week than when I talked to you last week when we were on a hell of a skid. Um, at the time when we talked, Tech was on a four-game losing streak. And unfortunately, they added to that. <laughs> they added to that going on the road to Albuquerque. We talked about it before where we were saying, oh, well, you know, New Mexico's not a good team. They're in the whack. It's a bad conference. They should at least be able to end our road woes, our road slide. And in that game, the bats came out. The bats were hot and heavy. But New Mexico's bats were hot and heavy, too, and the game ended with a three-run homer to end the game. Walk-off in New Mexico. It was a lot of fun for them, a lot of misery for us. Uh, Any notes on that game? Yeah, that was a game that, um, you know, just to put it, you know, bluntly, we should have won. I mean, this was a game – we we played New Mexico earlier in the year. We beat them, I think, 28-2 at home right here in Lubbock. Um, so I, I thought we would win this game. You know, I mean, obviously 28-2, every game is different from the next, but we're just a lot better than them. Um, and we went up pretty, you know, pretty good early on. I think we're up by, you know, six or seven runs here in the second or third inning. I thought we were going to, you know, coast to the end. Um, but we just couldn't score the last, like, five or six innings, and New Mexico just gradually started getting a run here than there every single inning until that four-run ninth inning for them to get the huge walk-off homer on us. Uh, just a game that just didn't go a whole lot right for us. Yeah, I mean, it's just – and that, that one hurts because we've talked about it. New Mexico is not a good team. And you were hoping that this would be a good game to get off this road – like to get your road woes, your road demons out of you to really like say, okay, now we've we've progressed them. We've Even though they're a bad team, we now know how to win on the road. Let's let's go out and start winning more road games. But unfortunately – I mean, the devil had it in an even uglier way. After you, you kind of come into that ninth inning thinking, okay, we're up 10 to 7. Not not great, but not bad. It's a good position to be in and to give up four runs in the ninth. Not great. But uh, we came back home, back to Lubbock, where everything's all nice and, and, and fuzzy, right? We're feeling good on the inside. We got mama's home cooking. 
you know, we're, we're, we're loving it. What happens? We have a double header against the West Virginia Mountaineers on, on a nice Saturday afternoon. And we beat them two times. All right. We end our five game losing streak, two nice wins. Uh, first game winning seven to five, second game, 12 to two, the bats were out. Pitching was good. What'd you think about that double header? Yeah. I mean, the double header went as good as it, it could have gone for tech. I mean, that first game we went down was like five to one in like the third or fourth inning. Um, and I was like, okay, this is just going <laughs> to keep, you know, spiraling down. Cause we just, you know, cannot find a way to win. Um, but they scored, I think a four run third inning. I'm looking at the, uh, the score sheet right now. And then we scored five runs at the, the bottom half that inning. And then things were right back on track to where, you know, things should have, you know, been going the, the first place. Um, and then, you know, we just held on. They didn't score a single run the rest of the game. Uh, we won that first game. Um, and then, you know, thing was good because we finally broke our five game losing streak. Well, um, I think the, the first game, game, we're not, not to cut you off, but I think that first game one, one, the guys love Adam, Andrew Morris more than anybody else. That's, that's I think that's just obvious at this point. Anytime Andrew Morris comes out to pitch, they, they're going to win most of his starts, but they're damn sure not going to lose it. And that's, that's the main thing. When Andrew Morris is out pitching, we're going to make sure to get that dub. It was a tight game, as you were talking about it being, it was six to five after three, seven to five after four. Um, but the bullpen came out. It, it's such ferocity pitched a, or not the bullpen, sorry. Andrew Morris yep. for the rest of the game came out, pitched a, a great game and said, you know what? I've already given up five runs this game. I'm not giving up anymore. We're going to go out. And he had a great complete game on his end. Um, uh, so it just, I, I think, and the, and the bats were like, we're going to give you just enough for to win the game. And we're going to make sure of that. Um, and to ride you home. I, I love Todd Locke having the confidence and more saying, you are pitching really well right now. And we're going to leave you in here. Only gave up three hits the whole game. Um, an absolutely stupendous job on his part um, on the just, I, I won't even say pitching staff on him. He was great in this game and the bats helped him. Uh, second game, even better. Talk about that one. Yeah. Second game, we jumped out to an early lead and we didn't let up. Uh, we ended up run rolling him. Um, Brandon Birdsell, he was the star of the day. Um, he had, I think he, he ended up winning the big 12 pitcher of the week as well. Uh, he went another complete game. Uh, I feel like that's kind of the, the strategy for tech to start winning some of these games here is you can't really allow your bullpen to start pitching because you need your, your two horses, your Andrew Morris and Brandon Bursell to basically go the full game to get yourself any kind of wins. I mean, I'm kind of exaggerating a little bit, but you, Are you, though? you see what I'm saying here? Are you those though? guys got to go deep in the game? Because here's the thing. <laughs> and I wanted to talk about game two and talk about the bats. The bats scored, put up 12 runs in this one. Uh, uh, good hit. Uh, Stillwell went three for five in the game. He was really good. Uh, uh, Ty Coleman also three for five in this game. Owen Washburn, two for five in this game with two RBI. Like a lot of good, the bats were humming in this one. Like you said, we run ruled them. And I really wanted to talk about that one, but I, I can't, I'd be, we got to go to game three. And in this game, before going into game three, after the doubleheader, I thought to myself, man, our guys are going to be, our bullpen is going to be so refreshed, right? Two, nobody played on Saturday besides our two horses. Like the bullpen is good to go. Like you're going to, uh, um, we should be in a situation where we are just, and it's a positive. Like I was thinking, this is a perfect, Tadlock has played it out beautifully. The bats are back hot. This could be a sweep. And then what happened was not a sweep, not a sweep. West Virginia said, now nah, we ain't going to go out like that um, to the sound of a 15 to four L. Um, and, but I'll say this for eight innings, 
wasn't that bad. <laughs> for eight innings, for eight innings, it was a close game. We were right in it, you know, though the, the bullpen up to that point played played okay. For eight innings, we were right there. Uh, but uh, then the ninth inning happened. Yep. Ninth inning happened. <laughs> that is absolutely right. And, you know, this was a game where a lot of the issues that Tech has had these past couple weeks has came back to haunt them back in this game where we had a bunch of guys on base. We just couldn't get them in. We had bases loaded numerous times, just guys on third base, second base, just can't get them in to score. Um, and, you know, it's still a one run game and going to the eighth inning or one or two run game. And obviously once the ninth inning hit, that's when they put up a, you know, really, really crooked number on us. Um, but it's just a game where you could have, you know, you could have been had, had the lead several times and just couldn't do it. Yeah, and it's unfortunately for Mason Molina, he that is just bad luck Chuck on his end. Um, he comes into the game. He actually does a pretty decent job. I, you know, I, I think that he kind of gets, gets thrown in there at a bad spot. The starter in this game was actually um, uh, Chase Hampton. Chase Hampton comes in as the starter, doesn't kind of gets himself into a bind really early in the game. Tadlock pulls the hook very early after only one out in the game. Mason Molina comes in, and though Mason, and, and, and before you know it, it's three nothing. And, and honestly, it's not a lot on Mason's part. I mean, two of those runs that were given up were attributed to Chase Hampton. Um, and then, of course, he he gives up another one a little bit. But he actually pitches a pretty decent one. Pitches almost four innings, um, only gives up three hits in his time. I thought Mason Molina did a good job. But once again, like most of his starts, he's going to take the L in this one because he doesn't really have help, right? Like Mason Molina's stats aren't that bad, but he's, he's one in five on the year just because either the, the, the bats aren't there for him or a situation like this where he is, he's runs are driven in that other guys put up on the board for him. And then, you know, when it's close, it's five to four in the ninth inning. You're like, okay, we still got this. Trendon Parrish comes in right after Mason Molina does a pretty good job himself. Only gives up four runs or only gives up two runs in four innings of uh, the rest of his way. Ways, does a pretty decent job. And right there you're sitting and you're like, okay, Going into ninth, it's five to four. We're only one run down. It's a pressure cooker situation. West Virginia does not have the best the, the best bullpen. We can, we could, you know, Trey Bryce Way, he he's he's a good closer. I won't say I was talking about the bullpen, he's a good closer, but we can get to him. And and, and then um and it just I don't can you what what is else there to say about about <laughs> I mean it was I mean you, you said a lot of it. It's just the game started off bad. I mean Chase Hampton, I I I thought he was gonna be a little bit better this year. Um and obviously Mason Molina has done you know an admirable job. Um I think Tadlock's trying to use him as your uh, your new kind of, I don't want to call him an ace reliever because we don't really have one right now, but he, Tyler's trying him in the bullpen right now to stabilize some things a little bit. And he, as you said, he did a really good job. Um, and then, you know, the ninth inning happened and just everything just went completely wrong. Yeah. Uh, now I do want to just mention one thing real quick. That eighth inning, there was a controversial play that went against Tech. Um, that, that was just a horrible call. Um, I just want to bring that up because that, that, that could have, well, go, go it, it would have been two outs at that point. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they, it, there was like a, like a sliding interference type deal that happened in the eighth inning and uh, yeah, tech would have had, had to make a two out base hit, but you had a chance to tie it up right there in the eighth. And of course it was a horrible call. I mean, you, you'd have to go and watch the replay for that, but uh, it's just one that you know, no umpire should, should make that kind of call in that situation there, but they did. Uh, and you kind of lost momentum and then things just spiraled all the way down to <laughs> 10 run loss. Unfortunately, run loss. a controversial call goes against the red Raiders. 
uh, and water is wet. Um, that's just that's just <laughs> how life is as a Tech fan. Um, but in the ninth inning, four pitchers used in this uh, game for Texas Tech. It just doesn't go our way whatsoever. Each pitcher in the ninth inning gives up at least two runs uh, as West Virginia scores 10 runs total in that ninth. And we're just begging. We just want to go home at that point. Um, but luckily, it's not. A, it was a series win. Right. It was a series win. We haven't had a series win in a little bit. So it was good to kind of get off of, excuse me. It was kind of good to end a five game losing streak with the series win back in the friendly confines. But with that, Texas Tech suffers only their second home loss of the season. And as we're recording this, Tech might be suffering the third. We're currently recording this. Texas Tech is playing Abilene Christian. I'm keeping you updated right now. This is a live reaction here. It is the top of the sixth inning. Um, tech down eight to five against Abilene Christian. This would not be a good loss whatsoever. Abilene Christian is not a good team. I would argue they're even worse than New Mexico. This is at home. Um, w- once again, we've, and we've talked about midweek games. I, I listen, I personally do not care about midweek games. Uh, I don't think that's important. Tadlock doesn't seem to care about midweek games either. That's usually the games that he's experimenting, trying to see what's up. I mean, we talked about it pre-pod. I mean, in this game, it seemed like Tadlock were really trying to use some of the pitchers that he uh, uh, hasn't used in, as much uh, going through. Or going through, Jamie Hitt got the start, right? Only his second start of the season. Um, Josh Sanders also pitched in this game. Um, and then, you know, you're trying to break it out with with with, with uh, Derek Bridges, who's one of your best bullpen guys. You try to, to end the bleeding there a little bit as well. But we will uh, we'll see. I, I, in this game, though, though I, it's not big on midweek games, Abilene Christian's a bad loss at home. That is a that's a tough one to to swallow at home. I mean, what, what's your thoughts on this this midweek game before we get to the end of it here? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously this game's you know obviously still not over yet. Tech could easily come back and win this still. Um, though Abilene just scored a run here not too long ago uh, to bring, maybe get a little bit of a bigger lead. Um, but this this game, I mean, you you said it, these you're kind of ex- experimenting with pitchers a little bit now. Unfortunately, you don't have a whole lot to experiment with because a lot of these pitchers are not very good. Um, and we got out of the inning there, so that was a good. There we go. We got out of it. Shout out to Cole Stillwell. And Cole Stillwell got it down right there. So now the second inning, that was just a. uh, (laughs) I just want to talk about that ending really in particular because that was a. uh, Oh yeah, a bad ending. Um, I believe we threw about fifty to sixty pitches before we finally recorded it out, but they had already scored seven runs, um, before, uh, and that was just all capitalized by a inside the park uh, grand slam that went off our center fielder head uh, that kind of rolled back to the fence a little bit. Um, so that was a, a frustrating part, but we have clawed our way back in this little bit and hoping we can still have, you know, three more innings to go to yeah, hope at least win this game. Yeah. I think, you know, the, the, the crowd, the crowd in this game isn't, isn't great. I mean, again, it's, it's a midweek game. I, you know, I, I just, I feel like most people just big basketball recruit school. on campus or at the game. Yeah. It's just, but the crowd, the crowd isn't in there as much as it is, but I do think they'd be in there a lot more. If or what we should do one of these days is have the whole crowd decked out in home field apparel, like the whole crowd just decked out in the tortilla toss shirt, decked out in the old school double T, and you can get it at home field apparel. If you listen to this, take my idea, go to the, go to the law, swag yourself out in home field apparel. It's fifteen percent off with the uh, takes twelve promo code. Um, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to help the team out here. Okay, I'm trying to help the team out here. We can do this. Home field apparel has I I think some of the softest shirts, some of the best looking shirts, especially for, the, for all the lovers of the old school double T of that vintage mass rider. Um, 
you know, one of my also, I love the tortilla shaw shirt. One another one of my favorite shirts is the uh, uh, the double T on the state of Texas, right there, right to show other teams like TCU, like Texas, that we own this state. So really, just deck it out, deck the law out, and that home field apparel and use takes twelve. That's T A K E S one two promo code to get fifteen percent off your first order. And then the best way to do that, best way to wear that shirt is coming up uh, to go over out to Waco. I should say it's coming up this. Next weekend, Tech plays the Baylor Bears in Waco. Um, so don't just pack out the law, you know, pack out. I don't know what the hell they call their stadium, but pack out <laughs> Waco and do the same thing. So let's talk about that series. Uh, Tech at Baylor. We need road wins in the worst way, because though we have ended a five game losing streak, we are uh, um, in totality. We have still lost. What is this now? Eight straight games away from Lubbock, Texas. Eight straight. Not good. That's not good at all. That's not good at all. Um, that this got to end. That's, this absolutely has to end. We cannot get swept. Baylor is one of the worst teams in the Big 12. There's, there's right now, I think everybody separated themselves in the standings, right? To where um, it seems like there's going to be a two way fight at the top of the Big 12 between TC and Oklahoma State. You have us, Texas, and Oklahoma kind of in the middle there. And but in West Virginia, sorry. And at the bottom is Baylor, Kansas State, and, and Kansas. And so we've already played Kansas State and Kansas. And, and of those six games, we've won five of them, right? Um, but now we're playing a Baylor team where we, not only do we got to win the series, I kind of think we got to make a statement. If you remember the Kansas series uh, about what was earlier this month, we were hoping for a sweep. Kansas, in my opinion, is the worst team in the conference. We were hoping for a sweep. We gave them one of their only two conference wins of the season, right? Uh, we cannot. Baylor this season has won four games, and they're usually good. Baylor does a good job of not getting swept. They say, hey, y'all going to beat us. We're going to try our damnedest to not get swept. Um, but I, I, I kind of need a sweep. David, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, obviously a sweep would be just what the doctor ordered because we cannot win on the road. Uh, as you are mentioning, you know, we said eight losses away from Lubbock right now. That's inexcusable. I mean, you got to win some of these games. Um, and Baylor's vulnerable. They just lost their best pitcher over the weekend. Um, so we need to, uh, you know, take advantage of them still trying to figure out how to, you know, replace that loss, um, for them. Um, so we need to get at least two here, obviously a sweep would be perfect, but, um, I don't know how you can say that you can sweep them right now with, you can't beat New Mexico, um, or any say, team on the road. I will say they lost their best pitcher and then inevitably got swept. By Texas. Yep. So, um, yeah. Going out, too. It wasn't even close. Yeah. All three games. All three games, it wasn't close. They got run world game one, and the last two games won consecutive thir- four to 13 games. Um, you know, and, and I think that we are in a situation where we look at Texas and we say that that's uh, Texas Tech and Texas are, are baseline. Like, that's, I, I think these are two teams that are very close, similar to each other. Um, we, we beat Texas in the season series, but also Texas also struggles away from home. A really good team at the a really good team at home and a really bad team away from home, similar to Tech. And so you see a team now. Luckily for Texas, that series against Baylor was at home, and they beat the crap out of them. But Tech, I think, really needs to find a way to show and prove that hey, man, I know we're away, but we can do this. We can make things. We can make noise happen away from the friendly confines. I would ask, and I have asked people to go out to Waco to really support the team, but it's Waco. I get it. I wouldn't go either. Um, so. Uh, as we as we kind of think about this series, I mean, who from the Texas Tech side do you think really needs to step up for us to be able to, to take this, take these, make make it a sweep to, to get the series win and make it a sweep? 
mean, do you want the obvious answer? Because the obvious answer is the bullpen. <laughs> the bullpen. If the bullpen steps up, you'll 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 you have a good chance of sweeping them. Um, I mean, obviously you're you're two horses there, but I mean, I think if there's a player just not, not using the cop out answer of the bullpen, um, I think we'll still need to have a good game. Um, in my opinion. I feel like he's he's one of those guys that gets uh, he kind of presses too much because he's the guy right in front of Jace. Um, I think he needs to uh, have have a good series here um, for us to to I don't want to say we'll sweep him, but to ha- at least win the series, he, he needs to have a good series. I need a sweep, David. I need a sweep, and, and for that reason, I think my main guy. I am gonna go. I am gonna go pitching. I'm gonna go Mason Molina. I, I think for me, it's. You got the two. We've talked about it all year. You got Andrew Morris. You got Brandon Birdside. You know they're going to come out through for right? You know they will play well. Whether we get the win on their games or not, they are going to play pitch well. Um, But that game three, right, if we were to lose one of these games, we haven't ended up winning the series, but the game three on what what is it? Two, maybe three occasions this year. You know, three occasions this year, Birdsell and Morris come out. We get two dubs. And the third game goes, it's a stinker. And, yep. and so I, I and again, it hasn't always been Mason Molina's fault. I think a lot of times he's been put in really like just terrible situations. And I feel bad for the guy. But I, if he really steps up and really comes through as that number three option, well, then then, then all of a sudden you're like, oh, finally, we, we got it. I think that really helps us in the future, in the postseason. I think this is going to be a good opportunity for him and the rest of the bullpen, like you're saying, to really prove to, it's like, okay, Baylor, another team. They're not great. They're not going to make the NCAA tournament. We're on the road. Let's exercise some of these demons and get a road sweep here and really prove to everybody that we're still, we still got this because you're going to need something like that, especially as we're, we're continuing to watch. We're watching you know, on the bottom of the sixth inning. Tech has two on with two outs. Uh, Hudson White's coming coming to the plate right now. Um, if you take another L, which is we talked about this. If, if Tech loses this game against Abilene Christian, they're 0-5 in midweek games in April. Um you know, people start to question your RPI starts to dip a little bit. Our RPI is already not great. Um, your RPI starts to dip, dip a little bit more and you, you need, you need, you need something like a sweep here uh, to really get people a little bit more on your side. So um, as we, and the best way I think to really get, you know, really get people on your side and really get finances on your side is to talk to my guy, Adam Goldman from franchisecoach.net. Um, he's a franchise consultant. He's experienced investor, serial entrepreneur, franchisee, all that jazz. It's only to help you out and get you the best franchise advice that you can possibly get to really be able to, to secure a franchise of your own, secure a business of your own, to expand your portfolio and do some more. He is, he helps out Red Raiders. He ain't going to help out of the Baylor Bears like that. You know what I'm saying? He's only going to get the best situation for you. He's already helped out three Red Raiders this year. I always mention that because it's so vital to, to, that there's people like us that he's been able to help out. He's going to know something good for us. So go to franchisecoach.net to hit up my guy, Adam Goldman. And best of all, out of everything else, I always, I talk to you about other things that are so beneficial for you. Um, Best thing about Adam Goldman is his services are free. You don't have to pay anything for him. How he gets paid is he's going to get commission on the back end, but on the front end, you ain't got to pay him a dime. He's only here to help you out because when he makes money, when you make money, that's the best thing about it. So franchisecoach.net. So for tech to really get a hold of our franchise <laughs> here at baseball. <laughs> um, let's uh, let's get our prediction. Let's 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 get this prediction going. Texas Tech at Baylor. How do we do? Do we get the sweep? Do we get the series win? David, what do you think? 
Yeah, I don't think we'll, we'll get the sweep. I just I don't know how you can say that right now because because we can't win on the road. <laughs> I will say that I do think we'll win the series. Um, I hope so. I mean, eight losses away from home in a row. We got to end that streak. We got we got to win a couple games here. I don't think we'll sweep them, but I would be perfect. But I think we'll win two of the three. So as uh, it's it's hard for me to make a prediction right now as Tech lays two men, more men on base in the bottom of the sixth and we go to the seventh down three to Abilene Christian. This is great. You're getting live updates from me. I, you know, I, <laughs> uh, you know, you're getting live updates from me. I'm coming for that play by play job as you. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just kidding. I would never do that job. That job is tough. Watch out, hacks. <laughs> no, no, Jeff Haxton, He got it. That 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 play by play job is that's difficult. I I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Um. But he, uh, uh, as I watched that, this and again, it's a midweek game, right? We have I just talked about Hudson. He's 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 at catcher right now because this is the game that Tadlock likes to likes to play out there. But we need a sweep, and I'm and sometimes my prediction is less what's going to happen and more what I really pray happens. <laughs> <laughs> so I do think we're going to win the series. Um, to be honest, I think it's going to be a lot like the Kansas series. That that, that Kansas series is one where we came out. It was another one on the road. Uh, we came out, won the first two games, run ruled Kansas, beat them like they stole something in game two, 28-2. And then that third game, Kansas came and said, we're not going to get swept. And honestly, most likely that happens again against Baylor. Um, yeah, I can't even lie to myself. That's what's probably going to happen here. I, I wanted to lie and say we're going to get to sleep. No, I think we're going to win the series. I think we're going to win the first two games of the series. But, you know, this is a team, man. This is a team in Baylor that at home – they're not going to want to be swept. They're going to try their damnedest to not get swept in the series. Um, they've done a good job throughout the season of not getting swept outside of the last two that they've had with their injury problems. But, excuse me, but they they are a, a team that is is really going to come out, really not going to want to be swept. I mean, and and I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about some of the guys that they do have on the team. I mean, pitching is, is I would I would argue, all right, let me backtrack. Their team, they don't have a lot of, just aces or a lot of star hitters. They're not really top heavy like Tech is. Um, their their best, I would argue that their best pitcher right now is probably Tyler Thomas. Uh, with a two point five ERA, he, he's nine starts in the season, four and four as they go out there. You know, decent pitcher. Wouldn't call him necessarily an ace. I don't think he's as high as a, a Morris or a Birdsell, but still decent, still pretty good. Uh, Kobe Andrade, seven starts on the season as well. Uh, 4.5 ERA, but his opposing batting average is decent, pretty good. Will Rigney, another good one. Those are going to be the three starters that we're probably most likely going to see there. All of them, good, not great. All of them, okay, decent, but you can get hits off of them. Uh, their bullpen has also nothing to scoff at, right? And then you go over to their hitting, go over to their batters, and again, no real stars on this team. Their best hitter, Harrison Kaley, is batting only 310. Um, no home runs on the season. Real small ball type of guy. Uh, Jared McKenzie's probably their best hitter overall. Uh, seven homers on the season. A 920 OPS. Uh, really, he's going to be kind of the scary guy there. If there's any player that you would say, okay, that's an elite hitter, that's an elite guy, it would be Jared McKenzie. He's absolutely beast guy. Uh, Round Rock, too. My neck of the woods. We don't care about your Austin area <laughs> high school stars here, David. All right. We don't care about that. Okay. But um, no, Jeremy McKenzie. Jeremy McKenzie is probably the beast in the team. I said there's not really top end guys, but if there's anybody, say probably him. Kyle Nevin is also another one. He leads the team in homers this year with eight on the season. But Jared McKenzie is really that, that guy. That guy knows ball. That guy can hit it, hit it out the park. But there's not a lot of, just not a lot of stars on this team. Not a lot of stars in this team. Tech's going to be able to have a lot of advantages here against the Baylor Bears team that we should sweep, but I think you and I are on the same page that should, we should be Abilene Christian, and look where we are currently as we're speaking. <laughs> um, yep. So anything else you want to say to the people? 
No, nah, we just need to we need to get this thing back in back in gear. Otherwise, this could be a shorter season than you know we hope for. Got to get some some. Uh, we, we need to stabilize our bullpen a little bit more than uh, uh, than we've seen past couple weeks. Yeah, I would say bright side is that April's almost over. This has not been a good April for the Texas Tech baseball team. Not been a good April. Like I said, we're we're currently 0-4 in midweek games. If we lose this Abilene Christian game that we're watching right now, Tech is down three in the seventh inning. Uh, that would make us 0-5 in the month of April when it comes to midweek games. This is also a month where we had a five-game losing streak, um, only one sweep against Kansas State at home. Haven't really been good. We're currently on an eight-game away from Lubbock streak, seven game. And I say away from Lubbock because we had that Oklahoma L in Amarillo. Um, but even if you don't count that one, that's still a seven-game losing streak. So we just need to get the hell out of April, right? Get the hell out of April. The Sunday game against Baylor, the game that I think will, the series that I, the game that I think if Tech was to lose would be that one, um, is in May. So that could, you know, our never if, know. If, if I'll, here's my, you know what, David, streak buster. If if Tech does sweep this team and we win that game, um, on Sunday, May first, this whole May's gonna turn things around for us, buddy. Because you know we start off middle of May, graduation weekend. We were at Oklahoma State. And what a way to send off our grads, our, our spring grads. Win them all. Nice win at Oklahoma State, right? That's the least we can do. I mean, these guys, you know, you're going to keep certain graduates from be attending their graduation because they have a baseball game. The least we can do. Shouldn't be is, too hard. Is beat Oklahoma State. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this is the top five. just did it. I mean, <laughs> well, they didn't sweep them, but they, they won the series. Yeah, I mean, this is the top five team in the country. There's nothing. Actually, last time we played a top five team in the country, we did win. Yeah. I, I put that out there. We did it's win. not impossible. That's right. That's right. So um, here, Tortillas and Takes, the home of the not impossible. <laughs> home yeah. of the, eh, it's not impossible. <laughs> so uh, that all being said, uh, be on the lookout for Texas Tech playing Baylor. Um, and, you know, be able to watch the rest of this Abilene Christian game. By the time this episode drops, who knows? Hopefully, we're talking about the big comeback that Tech made at the end of the game to win the game. Hopefully, not looking very likely as we're watching this game right now. Nine hours left. You got to get some. But but hopefully. So, for our baseball expert, that is David Hughes. This is I'll Be Sure, and you've been listening to Tortillas and Takes Podcast. As always, stay wrecked, people. Sports Social Podcast Network.